The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and <laughs> inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show! This will make episode 144. That right! That's what it is! You got it right! I usually have to correct that for you. Yes, you do, Red, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, it should be obvious a simple case of math, but, yeah. Well, Lefty, I thought you determined that mathematics was a right-wing conspiracy. Oh, now don't start! Yeah, well, anyway, uh, we have a special guest with us uh, returning to the show. Uh, comedian Pat Dixon, of course, of the New York City Crime Report and Crime Report on uh, Compound Media. Welcome back, Pat happening doug how you doing man that lefty is i don't know about i don't know about you lefty you're you're what? not a guy what's the well, problem I, mean, yeah, I just i mean you know mm-hmm. y- y- your beliefs you know they seem to be a little bit uh, left to center uh, the way, look the way i look at it is i'm normal and you are the fridge Oh right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, do you? Uh, you're a communist, is what is what it is. Let's no, just, no, let's why call does it always come state. to that? A communist? Now get real. I mean, look, I'm open, you know, minded, and I'm willing to explore ideas, and I'm also willing to ex- respect that some people have a different type of philosophy than mine. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Are you are you hitting on me right now? Oh my God. That- just it, always with the gay thing. I mean, jeez, Louise, is that the best you got, Pat Dixon? I mean, I, you know, I'm not impressed. I, I, yeah, you know what? What that that joke was just like you, low hanging fruit. Oh, 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 man. Oh, I just I'm got sorry. that one. Oh, sorry, oh, Jesus Christ, man. I love this man. <laughs> oh, well, you yeah, would, Red. Red. Oh, dude. Yeah. I just appreciate your uh, patriotism uh, and doing that Trump show. Uh, and boy, you really put the pat in patriotism there, Pat. And it's, it's great work to do because Trump is about as close as things we're going to get to the second coming. Oh, my God. I'd say that's right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Trump 
is destroying this country every second of the day. Uh, for communist Jews like yourself, he's the first coming. Yeah, what? He's on the bright side. I, I'm not Jewish. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you mean you're not practicing? Sorry about I didn't know that. I, I'm a human being. I'm a citizen of the universe. You know, I don't believe in borders. I don't believe in uh, barriers or any of that. And I just, you know, and you I, don't, I, and you don't consider yourself a communist somehow. You you believe in one world government, but you're not a communist. You see what I'm saying? You see, why do you have to bring in labels? You know why? Because you can't make an <laughs> argument. That's why. And you bring in the labels like that because all I want to do is have everyone. Be peaceful and happy and get along. But no, that's not good enough for Pat Dixon. Oh, and by the way, thank you for not smoking. Good Lord. Sitting there bringing in that disgusting habit into this screen like that and not giving me fair warning. I mean, it's so triggering. Well, I don't think you're going to get secondhand smoke through the screen, Lefty. You don't know that. You're not a scientist. I guess he's got you there. You're not a scientist, Doug. But I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to light a cigarette because... Uh, you know, I'm sponsored by Big Tobacco. Yes, uh, cigarettes. Oh, well, no surprise there. Every time I smoke one of these, I get one nickel. Good. You see? It all makes sense. They're all in it together. Oh. These corporate, horrible monsters uh, polluting our children and, and, and spreading your Nazi beliefs. Now, hold on a goddamn About a minute. quarter of a penny I just got out of that. Yeah, good. That's a smart man. See? He's just making money on his own. He ain't making no one else smoke it. He's smoking it. Yeah, that's a good point, right? That's right. right. Tell you, lefty, chill, chill out a little bit, man. Your lefty friend is just a little bit yeah. on edge. Yeah, well, you see what I have to deal with. Oh, God. It, yeah, I'm the problem. Oh, God. Shut up. Uh, you know, why does everyone say that? Because they should. Shut up, lefty. It's- Nobody likes you. No one wants to hear from you. Go away! Well, guess what? I'm not going anywhere. Hashtag resist. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Man. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, I'm going to need them to go away. (laughs) This always happens. The first time we get to talk to a guest. Yeah, well, you're embarrassing me. I'm cutting your mic. Hey, what about me? (laughs) Well, Red, uh... I'll handle it. You know you can trust me, Red. I don't know. Sometimes you're not always on board. Well, you know, I take each thing as it comes. I don't want to talk about cum. All right. All right. I'm cutting his mic. Okay. Red. I like like that Red, though. He's a good American. He sure is. Yeah. Uh, He's a trucker. Uh, All across. Oh, yeah. A truck driver. You know, I know know a truck driver. Uh, one of the biggest communists I know. Isn't that weird? I like truck drivers, but I don't like him. He's a great guy, but he just happens to be a communist. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Well, you know somebody so long, and then eventually you just go, ah, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes Uh, you know somebody, and then you never really do. Well, supposedly... Supposedly this week, all this latest bit of news is uh, this this is going to take Trump down. Apparently the entire... Uh, Russian collusion investigation was to find out whether or not uh, Trump had his lawyer pay off Stormy Daniels to keep her silent. Uh, so that 
I, I'm not sure what part of the Russian uh, conspiracy Stormy was a part of, but boy, they've used women before, Pat. Well, they certainly have, haven't they? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, Trump has uh, been pretty bulletproof. I, you know, he came out. Uh, you know, I mean, if you listen to the uh, mainstream news, he's an admitted. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, rapist, practically. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right, he sexually right. assaults women at will and everything. So I don't see what makes this so goddamn different. Uh, and, uh, you know, they try to make that political speech or like a campaign. I guess, is, is that really what it is that they think that it's a campaign? So uh, it's linked into the campaign because they paid her that NDA right, right before the election. Yeah. Let's be realistic. We don't want some dumb whore. Uh, changing the course of Western civilization. <laughs> well, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, you got a point there. The theory is, yes, that uh, since Cohen pays the money to Stormy, uh, that's to you know keep her silence because it, that would be beneficial to the campaign. However, I would argue it wouldn't have mattered because I I always suspect you know I I voted for Trump knowing that he did things like this. I didn't even know about Stormy, but it was somebody. And so the only shocking story to come out of this would be that he didn't have sex with her. So uh, yeah. they didn't really, Trump should have just paid her out himself and he could have avoided this kind of technical detail. But at the end of the day, he could argue that, look, I just didn't want Melania to know. And and that's it. You can, how are you going to yeah. prove it's, it's, it's definitely for the campaign? You really can't. You can't prove intent. I think it's, they pretty much have it down where they, you know, whoever is, uh, you know, all this bullshit, they know whoever's instigating it, you know, Mueller and, uh, I mean, like whoever gives Mueller his mark, the, the Kremlin oh, or whatever. Rodstein or, 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 yeah, Rodstein, I believe. Rodstein, yeah. Well, they know uh, that it's not going to end up really making a, you know, all it's doing is, is trying to pull attention away from anything good Trump does. I think there's no way he's going to be removed from office or you know uh, seen as colluding it's nothing to do with colluding with russia no you know <laughs> i mean that's for sure so uh i guess if they see it as some kind of obstruction of justice or something you know i mean like uh really the whole thing just goes to prove that women are more valuable uh, if they shut up than if they talk sometimes you know <laughs> and like uh that's pay you to shut up and shut up, you know. I mean, whatever. There's just no respect for an NDA anymore. There's no respect for a prenup, even. You know, you can oh, have a no, prenup. I don't think there was. Class, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe what it's yet a prenup, you're good. But I, I think that they just keep leveraging shit. Yeah. You know, the law favors women in so many ways, and the women don't like to really acknowledge that, mostly because a lot of them. I haven't really studied anything about anything. And, uh, you know, like law shit is something that I come across just by accident. You know, like right. I'm, not, I'm not a lawyer, but I've, but I've read some precedents, for instance, like this, like uh, concerning child support. Right. Mm -hmm. There's one guy and Seth Barrett told me about this just the other day on uh, New York City Crime Report on the podcast, the, the audio podcast. You might have heard him. He said that he knew of a guy who you know, uh, had a baby with a woman, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know this story. Yeah, that's right. I did hear that. Yeah, and it did, well, anyway, and it turned out that, that uh, you know, he, he wasn't the father. Right. But he was still on the hook for the child support yes. somehow. 
I, I don't know how that works. I mean, like, yeah, I guess because it had already been determined and uh, maybe there's just like, there's like, well, you're fucked now. She got re- got together with another guy, had more kids. Uh, it didn't matter. He still had to pay for that one kid. Yes. I just, it's mind blowing. Here's, here's, here's another case. It was a kid in uh, California, Republic of California, People's Republic of California. Right. Who, uh, he got a woman pregnant 15 and she was 34. And so she was prosecuted for, you know, unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor. Yeah, yeah. This might be a little bit different because it's like, uh, you know, he's 15. He's like, right. They did the word molesting with the unlawful sexual intercourse with a child anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Had the baby, though. And then, like, uh, he had to go to court uh, and, and, and to fight paying child support they wanted child support they levied child support against the state then and and it was upheld and he had to pay child support as he's a, he's the victim of a crime you know technically you know and and, and uh yeah, so it cost him money. <laughs> if he's the victim of the crime, crime then they could argue it well, he didn't give consent because he couldn't he was a minor so how is he responsible for exactly that's that's it's inherent in the law, you know. I mean, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Uh, but but the judge said in the decision, he said, that, "Well, they had a discussion before they did it, and uh, it was." <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that going the other way? A thirty-four-year-old no, man impregnates a fifteen-year-old girl. Somehow <laughs> he gets custody, right? Somehow the guy, the thirty-four-year-old, gets custody of the kid. He's like, well, you got to pay child support to this woman, you know, because yeah. we had a discussion before right. I had unlawful <laughs> sexual intercourse. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's unreal. That yeah. would never go that way. And, and what else did he say? He said they had sex approximately five times in a two week period. Yeah, that'll do it. So what? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was just like, you said, yeah. this guy's dropping a fucking baby one out of every five times. You better be careful. Right. You know, you see, a fifteen-year-old doesn't necessarily know all the rules of how that might. You know what I mean? Like, he, most of them know how babies are made, but they're they're just not quite thinking through the. Fu- they're fifteen, for God's sake. Right. They can't uh, fuck up here. I mean, they're gonna have sex, but anyway, one of them was an adult. That was the woman, and now he's on the hook. I mean, for <laughs> you know, forever. It might as well be forever. Well, yeah. Well, uh, eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, and they said that. Uh, yeah, forever. But they said that, uh, what was it, that their their need for the child to be supported by both parents outweighed the need for the victim to not pay. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're a victim, but you also, you're a victim with responsibilities. It's like, fuck off, dude. I, the needs I of the one outweigh the ruling. needs of the many. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, you're right. It's communism. Well, it's, uh, it's I, just, I, I think it's, I, I think everything's creeping communism. It's, it's also uh, yeah. you know anti misogyny, anti anti man. Well, misandry is what it is. Misandry uh, because right. But, well, it's yeah. another example of how leftist thought never never uses logic. They never follow the logic because if they did, they'd realize, my God, this is crazy. Because uh, if they really were preaching actual equality, then yes, you're right. <laughs> the creepy old pedophile. <laughs> would be able to seek yeah. child support from the girl. <laughs> and it's yeah. also that uh, obviously, so great, you know, 
Right. And it's that old reaction to these teacher sex uh, scandals uh, when the genders are reversed to where it's the woman, uh, 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 you know, deflowering the teenage boy. Uh, no one takes it seriously because we're all thinking, thank God, that was my greatest dream. I wish I could, that would have happened. <laughs> you know, and so but when it's a girl, of yeah. course, we all hate the guy because it's it, it is different. You know, and, and and they won't acknowledge that because of their I don't know what the point is, because it's it's weird. Uh, feminism today seems to be total misandry with the occasional misogyny mixed in where, you know, they hate femininity. They hate acknowledging uh, differences. But at the same time, they're hating men. So they, they you know, eventually they'll come out to say that, well, we're just superior and men should be our slaves or whatever, you know, or just go away. Right. Just like we hate everybody, you know, men, women, <laughs> femininity, everything. And we are hateful people and we're never going to be happy. And, you know, they're never going to be happy because, you know, the point isn't really like, should women get, you know, equal pay or whatever. The point yeah. is never the actual issue. Uh, that that whatever they're talking about, it's always to keep everything fucked up, and 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 to keep everybody working against each other all the time. That's the whole point of the communist, uh, you know, goal. That's the whole goal is to, is to keep everything tense, to, to segment the and fragment the population, yeah. to make us forget that we're Americans, and and uh, to you know use all these any kind of little corner that they dig into and claim that it's a civil rights violation. You know, I mean, it's one of their stated goals, you know, to like, right. To use them against our institutions, you know, communism is this yeah. idea uh, that's, that it quickly uses divide and conquer methods, which is always the best way to do it. And, uh, it works like that way. But the thing of it is, is once they actually achieve power, they don't really know what to do. And for the most part, it's just to keep the elites in power and you keep maintaining the dividing character tactics of, you know, well, we're going to stick it to that guy that you don't like. And that's basically how they maintain their power. And that's it. They don't really, this idea of the utopian paradise that they're going to build is never going to happen because it's impossible. But, but you know, they yeah. just keep the promise going. Well, the reason it's not working is because, you know, those assholes over there who have more than you, uh, you know, they don't want you to have it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's because of uh, some other country they haven't fallen in line in, right. or something. But you know, uh, they and, and besides, they can always keep people distracted with other shit. When you control the media, you control uh, all aspects of people's lives. You know, then yeah. sooner or later, all they all they do is watch sports and uh, uh, you know award shows. I guess you know uh, when they don't get too political, <laughs> but. Uh, Everything you know, uh, Mary Kay Latour was like the original, going back to the teachers thing, you know, Mary Kay was, uh, she yeah. was in her thirties and he was, and he was 12 <laughs> at the time. And he was a fucking sixth grader, you know, he was just, just finishing up sixth grade. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I mean, he, and so he, uh, he, that's how young his kid was. My heart does go, I mean, you know, a lot of times you are high fiving the guy. But in this case, you go, man, I, I mean, shit. That, that was he way too young. Yeah. He got this woman pregnant and had to deal with that. And I'm sure that, you know, everybody who has kids, they always say, I love my kids. That's the one good thing. Yeah, but you know what? You don't know because you don't know what life would have been like without them. 
you know, really. I mean, like, <laughs> and I, I'm saying that about the kid, not about anybody who's a grown up or whatever, but like, yeah. you know, for somebody who's the kids at the age of 15, because she got it with the same woman, because she got out on this slap yeah. on the wrist, you know, I mean, she was convicted of two counts of, you know, child rape. Basically, it was rape. They called it rape in this case. Yeah. And and they gave her like I don't know time served a couple of months something she something gets like out that, yeah and it makes makes a beeline for this kid <laughs> they get caught in a car she gets thrown in jail again meanwhile she's pregnant again with his second fucking baby and and now he just got picked up for his second DUI you know in right. the past year so they've they're finally separated thank God you know yeah. I mean, I'm sure that he's a yeah, I got to get away from it. I mean, like, he he didn't even know any life that doesn't involve him being fucking a kid. hooked up with his teacher. Right. That's his, that's his whole goddamn life. Lili, uh, Fia, Nia, Mikau, I don't know, some kind of fucking Hawaiian name or something. Yeah, yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's very much a, a victim here, you know? he's That kid is very much a victim. And that's right. a victimhood that goes on forever. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, that's, you know, there's a fucking baby involved, you know? I mean, that's, it's right. not just child support in his case. Well, case. yeah, they're, they're, there's the kids yeah. that are brought into it as well that are now suffering from this. And you got to deal with them. They're going to, yeah. And they're going to disappoint him, you know, always. And they're going <laughs> to, you know, fail to take care of him. Like, hey, fuck you, Dad. You're, you're like my age, you know? <laughs> what do you uh, know? What do you know? Well, I know a lot, He's son. Like, uh, <laughs> we know what happened back. Back when you went to school, you fucked the teacher. That's what happened, Dad. You weren't paying attention in school. Fucking. <laughs> and do not tell me anything ever about sex. <laughs> you fucking I oh, am the man. proof that you don't know shit. <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one, obviously, it where, yeah, I would say there is where the male uh, victim really was a victim at Plus the fact that he was 12. I mean, good Lord. Uh, most of these mm -hmm. were they're involving where the guy was 17 and the teacher was 22. A lot of times he's 16. Yeah. yeah, that one I'm kind of like, well, you know, come on. Uh, now, again, if it's a, a man doing this to a girl, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be harder on him. But in that case with Mary Kay Letourneau. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, and so if, I, if yeah. It was, he, if it was he, a man doing it, you would. Go ahead. They would have at no point celebrated their union. You know what I mean? The way they did. I mean, they would have never put them in the no. fucking magazine. No. And all that shit. Exactly. Look at this child bride. I have <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't do that. However, however, there is one. There is one out for him. Convert to Islam and then it's celebrated. Yeah, right. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's your path. Like, all you got to do. It's like you can have yeah. your child bride. It's okay. Because that's your culture. You, you moved to Dearborn, Michigan, and all is forgiven, right? <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's just uh, it, it's so weird how that works. And I I think that you know, she at the time was married with four kids. Right. There's another five victims. You know, exactly right there. Yeah. This whole because uh, she couldn't control herself. Around a fucking twelve-year-old. <laughs> I know what what psychodrama was going on there. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He just got something that I just uh, 
respond to on a yeah. deeply emotional level, and he just gets me wet. I can't help it. I, he's twelve, and he gets me wet. I, I, what am I supposed to do? I, I, always I, had I, a, I can't fuck a kid because he's twelve. <laughs> I always had these fantasies about Don Ho, and then here was young Don Ho in my classroom. <laughs> do you think that he is? Do you think that Mary Kay Letourneau was the worst wife? To her first husband, well, or a worst role model to her second. <laughs> Boy, that's a well. You know, it, it's easily both because you have to have that third option. Because uh, how could she possibly? Because I mean, you know, it, there's certain scenario when you're, if your wife cheats on you, uh, it's really bad if she cheats on you with a lesbian. <laughs> and then this is the other that's probably worse than that. <laughs> A lesbian, at least, you're like, all right, she's down for pussy. Yeah. I can't help her there. Right. Because if she's into it, then what are you going to do? There's no way you could satisfy that. Hey, let me watch, you know, at least. Exactly. That would be the deal. I want to be involved. You know, I'd I'd be fine. Be a lesbian all you want. Right. Uh, But you don't want to watch her doing a 12-year-old because then you'd have to go to jail, too. I don't want to. No, that's true. I don't want to see that. That's I can't. I can't quite beat off to that. I, no, I don't think I can, no. I couldn't. I mean, not not outwardly, you know. But I mean, uh, not not with it actually happening in front of my face, you know. I mean, like you know, be like, call the fucking police or I'm involved here. You know what I mean? Like right. you find something like that, now it's on you. You know, you're yeah. a fucking accomplice at this so point. So now Jesus you can't Christ. bitch about it anymore. Uh, and and this communism thing too. Like in South Africa. Now, you, do you know what the five remaining, they call them the five remaining communist nations are? Do you oh, know them? I didn't know them. Uh, uh, well, North Korea. Uh, well, yeah, they say China's yeah. communist, but pff, it <laughs> they kind of figured it out. They're communist on paper, but there's an awful lot of capitalism going on there. But China technically is still oh, yeah. communist. Uh, Cuba's communist. That's communist, three. I mean, yeah, there. Yeah, and uh, Cuba, of course, and uh, uh, Venezuela is more or less communist. They said we're socialists now, but that is what the econ- economic system of communism is. So, you could throw them in there, right? And and that's kind of just my point, you know, is that like there's Laos and and, and Viet and the uh, Vietnam, right, right, Vietnam, right. I yeah. guess. So that's all the communist nations. But you know, in in South Africa, they just in uh, just a, a two months ago they had a vote of no confidence and got rid of their president. And now this new guy and, uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, with the, uh, African national Congress, Mandela's old party. And, you know, Mandela was a huge Marxist, you know, I mean, right, he, right. he wasn't that a was... card carrying heavily influenced, but they really didn't make a big deal out of that part. Did they? No, that was okay. He was a hero. Yeah. He was locked up for 27 years for being black. <laughs> not <laughs> well, exactly. A lot of people not did exactly. not get locked up for that. You know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, well, they couldn't allow him to take power. Well, he's a communist. He's fucking advocating for like, well, he was violent also overthrow in, he was the government and all that shit. But, like, uh, yeah, yeah, fucking Mandela needed to be in jail, for Christ's sake. And uh, He was in know, jail because he, he had but, been involved with a group that had set off some bombs and stuff like that. So... You know, right. I, I yeah. don't know how they argue, well, how heavily involved was he in it and all that sort of thing. I don't know the full details, so maybe they kind of pushed it because he was the more uh, open leader of the movement against the apartheid government or what have you. 
Uh, that may be so, but the idea that it was completely unjustified that he was a clean-cut guy is just not true. He's not Martin Luther King. <laughs> no. I mean, well, Mar- I mean, that's a whole different story. Right. So, you know, you know, uh, Martin Winnie Mandela actually used to do something. I think, what do they call it? The Somebody, necklace. The necklace, yeah. Have yeah. you talked about that before? The tire right, filled the tire, with diesel? Yes. It's set on fire and you burn to death with this tire around your neck. Yeah. You don't you don't ever pass out or anything because the fumes are not strong enough or whatever, and you just fucking die. <laughs> uh, a long, slow, burning, painful death. I mean, that's torture. Yeah. And torture is also what's going on out there on these white uh, farms, you know? I mean, like that's well, I guess seventy something is percent what it of the land. Yeah, it's ethnic cleansing. And it's done in the name of Marxism, you know, they, they, they got this big Marcus, uh, Marxist there, uh, Julius uh, Molina or something like that. I forget his name exactly, right, right. but he's the guy who runs the he runs some shit over there. I mean, who knows? They all have different they have different names for their positions. But it's funny because like not only is he a communist, he's always wearing red overalls. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, that's how fucking commie he is. He, <laughs> he actually wears a little red romper and, uh, and fucking, uh, is, he's all upset all the time. So, you see, I guess my point was they try to make it sound like, well, these are only five remaining communist nations, but there's it, it is everywhere. And it's, it's you know, the EU, they won't even let people close their borders anymore. You know what I mean? Right, they, right. They, they wouldn't let them check out at a certain point. They're like, look, everything's fine. Uh, you know, <laughs> they had to start. There's actually there's a Wikipedia entry for hand grenade attacks in Sweden. Those words. That's right, what it is. Right. And grenade attacks in Sweden. It's a fucking that's big enough to have its own Wikipedia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's how that's how frequently it's a thing, you know. Like it's uh, just isolated it's like, events. Isolated incidents, you know. That's you know, always the re- oh and right. for, for I don't know how long they denied the no go zones and then finally yeah. yeah, there's no go zones. It's so funny because they you know, <clears throat> we call them no go zones. In in Sweden they call them vulnerable areas. <laughs> yeah and right. in uh and in france and france they call them zones, you know so they're not no-go zones these are just places that are vulnerable and sensitive <laughs> you know like why like is every that man what, is what exactly is the vulnerability yeah it's such a fucking stupid it, it goes it's it's orwellian as hell you know i mean oh man it's yeah, it's beyond. I think Orwell would be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I didn't think it would. Get, yeah, you know, he'd be, he'd be he'd be putting a big red pen through that, going, "That's just too much. That's too much." Yeah, like I can't put that out. It's like, kidding it's, me? Sensitive zones, but that's exactly right. And and <laughs> it's uh, that kind of language. I don't know who it's. It really doesn't fool anybody. But it, well, but it, it does. You know, it puts. Well, that's the scary part. Kind of a note goes on. That's the scary part that it does fool somebody, you know, and especially, obviously, the young. Uh, they buy into all of this. I mean, if you'd ask them, they'd never, they'd never guess who invented the term of political correctness. And uh, of course, by now they probably think he, Joe Stalin, was a hero. But uh, yeah, that was his. Joseph. No Stalin. kidding, he invented that term, politically I, correct. I believe so. Yeah, that was he. Insti- that was his Orwellian institution of justifying why certain people should be, you know, looked at, investigated, arrested, tortured, sent to a slave camp, or killed, <laughs> because they're not politically correct. 
Oh, man, that is really something. I didn't know that. that that's a... Now, you didn't just get that off a meme somewhere. I mean, <laughs> No, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure I've heard it a couple times. I mean, I probably should look it up. Facebook last year during the election. <laughs> I'll find it out. I would look into that. I don't know who, but it definitely wasn't Bill Maher, you know. Uh, no. And uh, no. although he had that show for a while. Yeah. It's such a political correctness started off, you know, like it was tame enough, you know. It's like, just don't use the N word uh, when you're at a, a, a Yankees game or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just yeah. just try not to scream the word in the presence of uh, uh, of people. And, and then it was, now it's like, uh, they talk they talk about politically correct thought even you know i mean like it's right. like a idea i'm correct or incorrect and it's it's just a everything grows anything that you allow you know you like just to appease people you know uh you know like they i mean i'm not a fan of the n-word being like some kind of illegal thing you know like i'm not a person who would ever use that in any way to like hurt somebody or to you know uh Right. really for for much purpose at all you know what i mean like uh, unless i'm quoting some rap lyrics or something but um <laughs> I, I i don't think it should be unlawful you know and i don't think that it should be the kind of thing that you lose your job over necessarily uh if it's uh if unless it's at uh work or your son you know what I mean? but it seems as if you if you wrote that word down on a piece of paper you know 19 years old you know and they find out it's like well i'm sorry you you you, you wrote down a word that was uh uh you know that, that is unlawful it's, it goes back to mike ward again that's why it was important to talk to him on trump you know because yeah. like they've now essentially the government has uh you know they they penalize and, and criminalize speech i mean there was a, there's a woman locked up in south africa for using what they have the k right word, i was gonna I get to that yeah there. i don't remember it, it, they have the it's, I, I don't know how to pronounce it and i guess i shouldn't because i might get <laughs> extradited to south africa yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it's the, it's their equivalent of the the n word and uh she was i forget what the incident was she was screaming and hollering all mad about something and i'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what it was she, okay. she was upset because uh because somebody had tried to rob her and i think maybe in fact did rob her uh, she had been a victim of a crime and the cops oh, showed up and they were more concerned they were more concerned with her attitudes about race than they were about the crime and she was God, just like get damn. away from me you know and she got she got very upset yeah good lord well that just makes it which even i worse. you know what I, oh yeah yeah they were responding to a crime uh, the video is uh you know, you look at this woman and you go, all right, well, charging this woman with a crime has obviously never been married. Uh, you know, that's just how they act. You know, I mean, that's yeah. just like, I mean, you never met women before. And that's, this is I what know. they do. Is they <laughs> what the get upset hell? and they talk a bunch of shit. Which in a way, I'm kind of like, yeah, learn a lesson here. You know what I mean? But like, uh, they're taking all the wrong lessons from it. Yeah. But I... And somebody had pointed out that the absurdity of it, I mean, all, I mean, the fact that she's even arrested for it, but uh, to, she's going to have to serve or she was sentenced to three years. And then someone pointed out, you say, hey, you know, uh, the other uh, big case in South Africa a while back was that Oscar Pretorius, the spatula feet runner who murdered his girlfriend, and he got five years for that. So <laughs> she's going to do three years, just two years less than a man who murdered his girlfriend. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that kind of he, he got five years for that. Yeah, that was it. I mean, he thought she was a burglar, so. Well, I guess they believed his story burglar. more than hers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, I guess. You know, look, you can't blame it. Uh, uh, he's a hero. He's He is a, a guy with no legs, for God's sake, you know? I mean, I, I think disabled people still rank above women on the uh, politically correct scale. Really, yeah, almost everybody okay. does, except for us. You know, white guys are like kind of oh, fucked. No, fucked. No. We're on the bottom. Yeah, we will. We will always be on the bottom, uh, you know, but like, the, you know, you try to appease like every interest group and and you can't. It's just not no. possible. Some of them are even at odds with each other uh, if, if you try to do that. And they, you know, they don't. They, it's funny because they don't really speak up against each other uh, the way that they do against us. You know, for instance, like and, and I've, I'm sure we've discussed this before, but like when when gay marriage became a thing that you could do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, not only do we want to get married, we want to be able to force you to bake cakes for us. You right. have to bake a cake if I ask you to bake a cake. And like, uh, that's a completely different thing, you know? And, right. and uh, just to show one, they'll never be happy. You know, it'll, it'll never be like, okay, you know what? This is good progress. And, you know, let's all be friends now. The point isn't to get married. No keep causing problems, you know, and, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not saying this about gay people. I'm saying this about, well, activism. it's an agenda that, that operates. Yeah. It operates a, a distance back from that, you know? And, and even if like uh, a lot of people, they become convinced of the arguments, so they just frame it as like gay, anti-gay, you know what I mean? Right. Anything that you don't want to go along with is anti-gay uh, to think that. And so also shows the second thing that like they wouldn't ask a Muslim baker to bake them a fucking cake. And, and if they oh, did, no, <laughs> they're certainly not going to. I, I mean, not that there's like a whole ton of Muslim bakers or whatever, but, uh, you know, yeah, uh, but, but there will be no incidents of them being forced to bake a gay uh, wedding cake. The gay marriage thing is one of those examples of what I refer to as the professional activist. And the worst thing that can happen to the professional activist is victory because then the cause is over and you need to go get a real job. That's not what they want to do. They want to become, you know, uh, you know, multimillionaires like uh, Al Sharpton did uh, by being an activist. So the cause can never end, but then they got their victory. It's, you know, gay marriage is legalized. So now it's like, ah, damn, what do we do from here? Oh, wait, there's still these little bastard Christians or what have you who won't, you know, put two groom figurines on a cake. So uh, that's a heinous crime. So there's an avenue to keep it going for the, you know, we need donations in order to fight this case against, you know, those, you know, Nazis that won't bake you a cake. And uh, yeah. and then the precedent this sets, like you said, if you're going to do that under law, then it means, yes, Muslim bakeries would have to do it, but you're never going to see it which is this stretching and maneuvering around the law without actually obeying it to the point we're not even going to have law anymore if you keep doing that. Right. Well, I mean, I think they'll, uh, and then I guess that's what they're pushing for. You know, it's just no law. I really. guess. But I, but, I don't but, think they're even thinking you know, like, it through. Well, no, that, not on the granular level, but, uh, you know, like up in the, uh, you know, in the, 
it all serves the same general purpose to just destabilize uh, everybody's sense of community and sense of being happy that they're never going to let us be like happy Americans together. You know, that's not going to happen. The gays yeah. or the Muslims or anybody I'm talking about like whoever it is that sets all these things in motion, because the way it all falls together, is just too perfect. It's there's, you know, people don't like suddenly have the concern that like, Oh, a trans person should use a public men's room or ladies room, uh, whatever they choose. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's like, uh, immediately after, you know, um, I, you notice that became more of a concern after gay marriage became legal, right. you know, they're like, yes. well, hell, we didn't expect that. Uh, yeah. How about exactly. these fuckers here? You know, yeah, exactly. they want to use your bathrooms. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and they want to, they want us to be so mad about it, but, and we should be mad about it, but you know, like we should just like say no, you know, I mean, yeah. like don't fucking don't start a big thing about it. It's just like, uh, it's it, nobody really wants that in most of the country. No, I don't even know issue. Yeah, it's just anyway, whatever. It's just they they'll make a national issue out of anything. It yeah. just becomes fascinating to debate or something. I don't know. But like uh it's the, anyway, the, 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 the point about all of them. Uh, what'd you say? It's divide and conquer, exactly. divide and conquer again. You gotta keep yeah. it going. Otherwise you start realizing how you don't really need these people. We don't need any of the activists. We don't need any, we don't need the politicians. <laughs> How are you like a, 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 a like a full time activist? Is what I don't understand. You know, some of these people are like they they. Uh, there was a woman who mentioned it the other day in the context of it being a profession. She goes, you know, like uh, whatever profession you are, if you're a journalist, a teacher, activist, it's like that's <laughs> yeah. not a fucking job. No, is it? It is. It is if you can get Soros money or you know. Yeah, it was, well, exactly. It was the KGB financed, uh, you know, Black Panthers, and and right. uh, they, they want to fucking. That's it's not because they care about you know racial equality, and they want to like you know <laughs> see that happen in the in the best democracy, the, the you know the the best country in the world. They they want to uh, you know they they want everybody to be pissed, you know, and they and they want people to get killed as a result. They just want as much trouble as they can possibly cause. And uh, it's been going on for a long, long time. You know, Martin Luther King uh, had a son, MLK three, that's his name, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was, I heard this interview. It was April, uh, April, whatever her name is, but she's a, a correspondent for uh, CNN. I was listening to oh, some I, of her yeah, podcasts because I, I got interested. She's that ridiculous question about was Trump considering stepping down? Which, come on, yeah, I don't think so. You know, I mean, even. Even if she thought, hey, maybe he has a reason to step down, which he doesn't, you know goddamn well Donald Trump is not considering stepping down. It's just, it's, it goes against, not, I don't care how bizarre the planet is that you go to, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't exist anywhere on, on the time space continuum that Donald Trump is going to go, you know what? Messed up. I think I'll just quit and, and give up power tired of being president you know it's it's not gonna happen so right. that is a dumb question but she asked it to plant that seed or just to just to make a statement you know or whatever and uh she has this podcast she's talking to mlk3 he says well i don't know if trump is you know he, he, he about him being racist he won't come right out and call him a racist but he'll say you know, we need to work on his heart, is what he said, you know, like did with uh, George Wallace. You know, we worked on George Wallace's heart. 
Well, he got shot in the fucking chest. Yes. Is what happened. I know. And, and then he apologized. So, you know, the, that very example that he pulls up, you know, he brings up a guy who got shot in the chest right. and was paralyzed. And then after that, was like, look, I'm sorry, okay? Don't shoot me anymore. Uh, all that racism shit, I, I didn't mean it, you know? <laughs> and this was a prominent politician. He's a guy who, you know, was a, a contender for president, sort of. I mean, like, he, he, he came... I think pretty close to getting the Democratic nomination. Uh, one, I mean, he, he he was you know people knew who the fuck he was, and a lot right, of people right. related to what he was saying. As a, because there's anger, and the anger is never about like oh I don't like black people, I don't want black people around. It's that like you sense that there is this agenda, and you know even if you don't know that there's some kind of a you know uh, there's a force at work there, and he his statements like that. And then the Black Lives Black Lives Matter. Sorry to monopolize the conversation here, but the That's Black okay. Lives Matter uh, woman that that this that April uh, whatever her name is was talking to on this podcast said some of the stuff she said was it was beyond belief. She said that like we have this. Uh, I, I have to read it, Doug, because it's just okay. It, go ahead. It's, it, I have to uh, yeah find and read it because it's it's just beyond belief. Uh, and I want to make sure I get the wording exactly right. Let's see if I can uh, dig that up. Because, uh... well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm visiting with uh, Pat Dixon on the Minister Nelson show here on RadioMisfits.com. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, it, you, would you take that uh, and just change things around where you have somebody saying, hey, we need to work on Obama's heart like the way we worked on uh, John F. Kennedy. And you, that's the end of your career. Well, yeah. And, well, yeah. And look at it. You know, if anybody should know, I mean, like, uh, yeah, what if we said, yeah, work, let's work on his heart the same way. Let's work on Obama's heart and Martin Luther King Jr.'s heart, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. By shooting him in the fucking head, you know? Yeah. So that I that mean, seemed that... to, like, really kind of give him a different view. That radical shit after that, you know? I mean, come on. And of all people to say it, his own son, you know? Uh, it's, uh, oof. Well, Man, you know, then the he fact was. fact that I... nobody calls it out. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean it like that, Pat. You know, and Oh right, I know. Of course. But I mean I the to rules to Yeah. But yeah, the, the rules are that certain di bits of dialogue and what have you depending on uh what your gender is, what your skin color is, uh religious background, what have you and, and most importantly uh, your political affiliation. So if you're a Democrat, you're going to be able to get away with an awful lot. I mean, uh, the, the second in command at the DNC right now is Keith Ellison. Uh, he's, he's, they're proud of him being a Muslim and all that. But at the same time, he clearly hates Jews. I mean, <laughs> the history there is just there. Huh. Plus, he even kind of gave a nod to 9-11 truther theories about the Israelis being in, uh, in cahoots with that and what have you. And yet there he is. You know, but there's no penalty for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you're not allowed to be a truther uh, if you're a Republican kind of person. But if right. you're a Democrat kind of person, then, the, yeah, you're right. They overlook a lot. And they'll even overlook stuff that's just straight up incorrect, you know, uh, which is kind of worse, in my opinion. Uh, like we have, here's one. 
I, I was talking about this way. Her name, uh, this Black Lives Matter, uh, she's big in Black Lives Matter. I mean, she was BLM activist. And she served uh, Obama's uh, task force on 21st century policing. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. So she, she said uh, this idea that black people are not human enough to matter is what we are combating every single day. I mean, <laughs> who said they wow. were? <laughs> Who said they weren't human? Exactly. Who said I just couldn't believe that 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 went unquestioned? You know. Yeah. Uh, and then she said uh, she had this statement. She, she goes, uh, "I'd like to say that Ferguson reminded America, Ferguson reminded America of its responsibility to protest, of its responsibility to engage in civil disobedience, just like Dr. King did with the March on uh, on Washington for Freedom and Jobs, just like the Freedom Riders did." She compares those looting, yeah. unprovoked, uh, at least by the facts. I mean, certainly provoked by by the media's interpretation and by the lies that were told around Michael Brown getting shot, right. who who you know was trying to grab a police officer's gun and then trying to have, he was that motherfucker would have taken that cop apart. Oh yeah. Like a model, I mean, he would have he would have disassembled this guy. Uh, you have to shoot. It's just what has to happen, you know. Uh, and it's unfortunate that people, but whatever, forget all that. She considers all that civil disobedience, all those fires, all that property damage, all that fucking, all the hostility, you know. Yeah. And um, so, and she compares that. That's the modern, you know, Martin. Trying to connect it to Dr. King doesn't make it right, you know? It does not make that okay, and you're never going to whitewash that. Well, but I would this say... Is, this is a podcast that I think listened to primarily by people who sort of, you know, are inclined more to agree with that kind of thing. I know that I never heard of it. Yeah. I I mean, and, and to sit there and not question that, you have to, you, you can easily imply or uh, infer that she's advocating it as the host of that show when she doesn't challenge yeah. it or anything. Fine, go ahead. I have any nut you want on your show. Uh, look what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and, and, but do you engage in it? And especially if she's going to be this journalist for CNN, uh, I think she just threw that out the window with doing something like this. And I would well, also say that okay, I'll just get through this. Uh, when oh, you bring up Martin yeah, Luther ahead, King yeah. like that and you do it, inaccurately like that you're she's insulting the man's memory uh he never went after any false crimes like the, the ferguson event which like you said you know michael brown was completely in the wrong and the officer was justified yet they continue to lie uh that it was a hands up don't shoot all that which never happened and uh, yeah. uh well you don't have any of that in martin luther king and that whole ordeal and this goes back to Trayvon Martin as well. That shows how bad the mindset ha has become is that you have someone like Oprah Winfrey, who is someone who should know better. And yet she said that Trayvon Martin was uh, the Emmett Till of our day. Now, when you understand how bad that is, Emmett Till uh, was a young boy who was abducted and tortured to death. And then the guys uh, by Klansmen uh, who were put on trial for it. Allegedly. <laughs> no, let me finish. There's no allegedly about it. They went on trial. The jury were all Klansmen. The, the judge was a, was a Klansman. 
<laughs> and of course they were acquitted, Pat, amazingly. And then after that, they gave their story to, I don't know, Life magazine or something like that, where they went into gratuitous detail of what they did to Emmett Till. Of course, double jeopardy, they could never be tried again. So they were proud of how they tortured this kid to death. Uh, so Oprah, they today, probably just needed the money. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Make some money off of their murder. Uh, and so it was this horrible story, uh, you know, Emmett Till. And then today we have Trayvon Martin who got in a fight with a guy who happened to have a gun. And so he got shot and died. Uh, you really can't compare the two stories under any circumstances whatsoever. Yet here you have the almighty Oprah just throws that out there. And, and in my opinion, disparages the memory of Emmett Till. But will she be called on it? No, because again, she's almighty Oprah, our next yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, look at it this way: uh, they, it's uh, been like that from the beginning of the Trayvon deal. It was all set up to be. That's another difference in the, the Emmett Till thing. I don't know how involved the press was. But I know how involved they were with Trayvon Martin, you know, because they took out a section of what the guy was saying. And the 911 call is when outrage really ramped up. But even before that, the parents of Trayvon Martin, you know, they they contacted some they a, a lawyer that they thought could make it a national story. Right. And that's what they were interested in doing is getting outrage, whipping up outrage. And, uh, you know, it, it, I understand they wanted justice. Uh, what they considered to be justice and, yeah. and everything, but I mean, justice uh, is is a funny thing, you know. It's it's not all. It's not just whatever you want, you know? and you know maybe uh, it doesn't always uh, go the way you want it to. But looking at the facts of the case, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, he was killed and everything. But that was the beginning of the BLM movement, right there. It was like it had its genesis in that. Right. You know, on on the day that he was acquitted uh, is the day that they consider to be many of the many people in the in that you know movement. They consider it to be the birth of that movement, the birth of the Black Lives Matter organization. Yeah. And uh, and 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 I and I, I don't have any. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that special that I did on on Crime Report. It was an interview with Ralph Friedman, and it was called "It Comes from the Top." It's on my Patreon now, and it's also on Compound Media. So uh, uh, patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC is, is, is how they would, you know. And I just now uh, made that available for, you know, I, I think the $5 and up or something like that because, you know, there's different tiers. But it's, it's really interesting because it puts all that together. Uh, I used that song at the beginning of it, by the way. You know the one, uh, Thrift Shop? Yeah. Remember that, that song? <laughs> you know? That yeah. was the number one routine. And then listening to that now, you go, wow, that's odd, you know, to, <laughs> to hear that and things like that's what that was like. And it just seems like a different world because so much has changed, you know, as a result of that. We, you know, we never would have had Ferguson. We never would have had uh, the the riots that, you know, uh, for instance, the, uh, the, the die-ins that happened here, you know, oh, in New York God, City yeah. and everything, which yeah. is just ridiculous. Uh, and, and, you know, you go, wow, that's... Uh, it, it's it's too bad, you know, life imitates art. It's too bad life doesn't imitate protests more, you know, because that would be actually a welcome thing if a bunch of activists just dropped dead 
Uh, I just don't like them. I, 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 they agitate for things that are wrong. I and and I can yeah. talk. I can talk to you about you know uh, Eric Garner. You know his death right. was yeah, unfortunate again, but it was no fault. He's officer and and the medical examiner, of course, is an appointee of the mayor. And you know the mayor said, look, get the word chokehold in there. You know what I mean? Right, Which right. he did, and uh, it was wasn't a chokehold, but and and it's it's just absolutely ridiculous yeah that they've had that officer in the eric garner case they've been investigating that all this time under federal investigation jesus christ it's 13 seconds of tape or eight minutes of tape if you watch the whole thing which i assume they did there were supervisors on the scene uh the the e the emt company or what you know whoever dispatches them has already paid a million dollar settlement to right. the Garner family saying, saying they're at fault, you know, because they didn't uh, get on it quickly enough. They didn't have the right sense of urgency in the situation and the cops, you know, they, they did their job. It's, you know, it, it, it's just a, it's just a shame that that has kicked off so much stuff. They've already shot two cops in retaliation for it. He yeah. might've been crazy, but he was upset about all this stuff. And so, uh, you know, the, the media will do that. It, it'll eventually get people. Remember the avoid the annoyed guy, you know, uh, yeah, his name was like uh, Domino's Jeff pizza Floyd. or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you see something enough time, even if it's not loaded with that kind of thing. Yeah. You eventually, uh, it, you can give ideas to people and, and to, to tell these kind of, uh, you know, just outright lies. But, I have to get to this other quote, this, this, and, and it kind of plays into all this and Alton Sterling down there in Louisiana, by the way, right, just right. one of the most egregious, egregious cases of misreporting yeah. <laughs> and underreporting because they didn't report. I mean, like I know that maybe it's not supposed to matter to everybody, but you know that it would affect them emotionally to know that he was a convicted sex offender right. that, you know, they call him a, they kept calling him a family man, you know, and stuff. It's like, yeah, part of his family was born of an underage girl that right. he was convicted of. And he failed to register last month. And he threatened a guy with a gun just before the cops came. And he'd been on the ground struggling for his gun before with the cops and just got lucky, you know. Yeah. They're like, well, that shows that they could, apprehend, they could have apprehended him without doing this. It's like, well, there's a lot of variables, first of all. Second of all... It also goes to show, you know, hey, man, if, if you get lucky and don't get shot in a situation where you sh very well could have been shot, you were armed, reaching for your gun and didn't get killed. Hey, you got lucky. Don't push it, you know, and right. uh, the cops in this and like the and killed three cops right there in Louisiana uh, yes. after the protest. It's like they, this these kind of facts are not really brought into it as much. And, and you know, I'm sorry. The guy was on a lot of drugs at the time too. He's a piece of shit, uh, you know. And, and just I, I, in my judgment, you know, and I'm not calling him, uh, you know, what anything other than just here's somebody who impregnates an underage girl, uh, fights with the cops, tries to shoot cops by reaching for his gun when he's under arrest, resisting arrest, all that stuff. This is a this is a guy who was eventually going to kill somebody. I mean, he had domestic. I think he had domestics too, where he like, uh, uh, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. hit his girl with his. Yeah, so like you know, you're defending a a, a you know a, a woman beating 
child, uh, child fucking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, sex offender who doesn't, you know, cooperate with the police. Armed, you know, like, why? Why is he? Why does he become a flashpoint? You know, it's enraging. Well, they're that, already willing to lie because the, the you know we started with uh, Mike Brown. They lied about that. They don't care. And I mean, Sterling is another one of these guys. Uh, his his name keeps showing up in lists of all the black unarmed black men who were gunned down by police. And no, he was armed. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was the, that was the whole point. Armed and, and dangerous. That's why they yeah. were even talking to him. Right. So uh, it it does not matter. They'll lie <laughs> and deceive. And um, if, if you you just aren't paying attention if you're uh, shocked by this allegation of that. Because you, like we said, like Trayvon Martin, you can go back to what NBC News did and has never really paid a price for it where they doctored that 911 call, you know, uh, to make it seem yeah, as they if... Took out, uh, they took out the question. Yeah, but the, you, they, listen, they, to the, you they, listen to the full call, it's clear that Zimmerman didn't know if he was black or not. He said he did. Here's what he said. Uh, the call the I, I had listened to this when I and this the call is actually on that special that I referenced that it comes right. from the top. And that I interview the uh, the most decorated detective in NYPD history. There's also an interview with him. A, a, a more recent one is on. And but in, in the one I'm referencing, uh, it goes back to all these cases. And we discuss all these things and talk, you know, but like the one more recently is about. Uh, the guy that's on parole, Herman Bell, who killed two cops as part of the BLA back in 1971, Black Liberation Army. And uh, they keep calling him a Black Panther in the newspapers, you know, former Black Panther. Hey, well, there's a difference in a Black Panther and a Black Liberation Army militant who, uh, you know, made a 911 call. And then when the cops got to where they lured him to, just fucking shot him in the back. And they shot that guy 13 times. He begged for his life. He was a father. He had kids, and they sh and that was it. And and they want to let this guy out. So, uh, the hearing was supposed to be a hearing today. I don't have word of it yet, but uh, you know, we were looking for signatures on this uh, on this petition. You know, the state needs to know. You know that there are a lot of people. I think everybody. I don't think that there's anybody who truly wants to see a guy like that ever walk free. No, no matter how many years he's done now. Now it's life without parole automatically if you shoot and kill a cop and yeah. uh, or kill a cop in any way. And so it just was the sentencing guidelines at the time, you know, and they have right. these very soft parole board members. In fact, it's, it's two people making that decision that they want him out. The two people, it's a two out of three member uh, ruling from the parole board, you know, one voted yeah. against. It's just outlandish. Anyway, so, the you know, I guess we were talking about uh, – you know, Sterling and everything before. And we talked about Michael Brown and we talked about, uh, you know, the Trayvon. Eric Garner's death yeah. and everything uh, and, and Trayvon and how it all, it all did stem from, from Trayvon, you know, and, and, right. but the 911 call, uh, that's that, that you had referenced the, what she did is the, the uh, dispatcher said, is Hacker Hispanic? Right. And he, right. he pauses and he goes, eh, he looks black. Right. And so they took out the question. They took out the question. So he's just out of nowhere going, he looks black. <laughs> you know, right. and it has that sound to it. Like, like he looks like black. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, because he's calling it in and he's going on about there's this guy and he looks like he's up to no good. And then 
they cut out the questions and everything. He looks black. <laughs> so, yeah, when you take has been asked if he was black or Hispanic, you know, yeah. he's forced to make a judgment on it. And yeah. he, looking at him, I mean, he he looks black. I don't know. Right. Uh, he it, it's not he's not like it, it completely. And you're right. The damage was done by the time there was any sort of like notice paid to that and i know that like to a lot of people even having a conversation about this stuff is like some kind of a uh you know moral uh, uh ethical or you know some like yeah. like you've really drank the kool-aid on trump or something and i have drank the kool-aid on trump but uh <laughs> you know with or without trump you know i've been saying this stuff for a while you can see uh, just by the facts i mean i'm talking about vetted True things, right, you right. know, that, that really change exactly what it is that happened. And, you know, I, I guess if I'm not playing my violin hard enough, you know, for Trayvon Martin and everything, then the reason is that, like, look, I, I know what happened, you know, right. and, and maybe some people don't. Maybe you don't know what happened. Maybe you don't have all the facts. They'll uh, they'll never they'll never go down that road with you. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you this one more quote here from uh, Brittany. The uh, uh, yeah, her name is. Uh, uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany Patton, you know, the BLM activist. Oh, not Brittany X. And she was oh. on <laughs> the same one who, uh, this is the same one who, uh, uh, had said that about, you know, Ferguson being like the freedom writers and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this quote, it really hit me. Uh, she was talking. Okay, she said in 2017, over 1,100 people were killed by police nationwide. And she said, and that continuously, uh, police are not held accountable for these actions. So 99% of police who kill people of any race are not charged or convicted for that crime. <laughs> Crime. These are guys putting their life on the line, having gunfights with people that are bad, yeah, and shooting people who otherwise would have robbed, stolen, raped, murdered, and and otherwise wreak havoc in in your community. And what happened? They they killed some. They this, this is not even people accused. Eleven hundred people were killed. It said by police nationwide, and they're not held accountable for those crimes. I mean, they and and there's no again. The woman having the podcast, yeah, April, 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 yeah, and she's not with. This is not like a, uh, you know, she's not with some fly by night kind of a podcast. Uh, you know, no, she's a no, CNN she's a correspondent. CNN. Yeah, she she she's that, and then but she's also this uh, this podcast network she's with is is uh, pretty like. I mean, when you when you look at it, it seems like established it's something called uh american urban radio networks yeah okay yeah so if you want to hear some of the most outrageous conversations that are happening sort of just just off the grid <laughs> between people who are actually you know uh you know making things happen as far as like policy and as it concerns race uh, go to that american urban radio networks listen to i'm pretty sure any of them will have some of these insane quotes. I mean, like uh, calling a the, everybody that the police killed a crime is uh, 
Right. It's 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 sort right. of it's beyond reason. Well, it's it's also incredibly well, it's, stupid. It's also incredibly stupid. Because um, uh, you um, have uh, th- these different cases, and it's the odd thing about it that they'll keep clinging to cases that were proven to be false, as far as uh, the police being wrong. Where and yet the, there are cases where the police were wrong. Uh, well, you got the suspects were shot in the back and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Castile, Philando Castile, who was shot in that case is a clear case of manslaughter. Uh, the tape reveals the cop wasn't committing murder. He didn't want to kill the guy, but he, you know, he lost his cool and did it. Uh, and that's the difference between manslaughter and murder and what have you. But none of those cases don't really get the attention from Black Lives Matter as, as more as the ones that are not true i don't know why that is it's just as well because like the the point that this woman's making out that oh there's no uh justice there's no uh uh, brought to justice of these police officers that is not true every shooting is immediately investigated every cop is suspended they got to look at it they got to see what happened get all the details they go through all that every time and in all these cases, even the ones that weren't true, you're telling me it wasn't looked at? Bullshit. They had they went to trial. That's what that is. That's the due so process. You want to take that away? Says, you will take it away at your peril. But she says, yeah, I agree. But she also says 99% of them are never charged and convicted. And yeah. that's true. Uh, because there's not a charge to be made. Right. It's fully investigated. It's totally, you know, but she, I guess she thinks that, like, every time a policeman shoots somebody... It's That's just like if I walk, if I go shoot somebody that I don't like, you know, or some shit like that. If I'm like, oh, look, black yeah. guy. Shoot. By the way, more white people are killed by police than blacks, too. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah. She says of any color. You know, then like you sort of hear it like of any color. You go, oh, she cares about everybody, you know, uh, or something. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, no. You, know, you want to pad those numbers a little bit, you know, and say, like, yeah. So and by the way, the guy in uh, Minnesota, I think is that the Castile guy you're talking about? The teacher uh, who Philando had a gun Castile, I believe his name was. Yeah, he had a gun on him, and he told the officer. Yeah. And then the officer apparently was asking for a registration and a license and all that, and he went to get it. And miscommunication of some sort, you know. Right, I he, understand that, yeah. Right. But, I mean, it, let's, you know, I mean, one thing you can't call him is an unarmed black man. Well, jeez. <laughs> he was armed. Yeah, he did say he was, yeah, gun. he was armed. But he, he was legally armed, Pat. He, he had, had the gun. permit and everything. Uh, but the, it was... I that, know, I know. That one is a case I that know. the officer, for whatever reason... Now, gee, why would a police officer not uh, lose his cool in this time and era? Uh, well, you got to think about that. But that's clearly what he did in that situation. And it, it, you know, I, I'm afraid the officer's going to have to do some time on that one. Uh, I don't, I, I don't no, think I don't he did, know. though. I, I think he was acquitted. But I, I, I think he was I think he was acquitted. I don't because I don't think that uh, the intent to like well, they, they over- the guy of his freedom or whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I do say that, like, when you watch it, it doesn't look good, but we don't right. really see what he saw. Right, and right. we don't know. And, and, and it is certainly very strange that there's one person there who's and she's Facebook living it. Right, right. I find that very strange. I mean, like, I'm not, again, this is not to blame any victims, and it's not, yeah. but I find that very, very strange that we, that, that somehow with nobody around that was caught on video, uh, what, 
how does that occur? You know, I mean, it's yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm in full support of the body cams for police, by the way. Oh, I want yeah. them to record every shooting. And, you know, the, the, the problem with that is the, that the body cams, you know, in a struggle or whatever, you don't really yeah, get to gonna, take a yeah. step back view. Right. And then, but there's, that's all they can do. They can't all be fucking have a camera crew following them everywhere they go, you know? So, yeah. I mean, that's back to life. But, but, but also, uh, you know, what we've seen is more officers being like exonerated immediately by the public, uh, you know? And so like that, that's a good thing. You know, let's, let's, I'd, I'd like for that information to get out that like alleged is true. Yeah. I just, and it's, it's become so easy for people to, to believe, not only believe it without evidence but to believe it in the face of all it says otherwise well it's gotten to the narrative if you don't immediately believe that uh police officers are 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 just uh, predisposed to murder black people you're a bad person you know uh you're you're on the wrong side of history if you don't immediately accept that premise which is like why even have a trial at that point so uh, I mean, that that case, it, it did look to me like I don't know all the facts, so I can't say for sure, but it looked at best a manslaughter case. If they overcharge in some of these cases because of all the hysteria and emotion and hype, uh, that's going to guarantee his chances of losing the case because it, it was not a murder case by any stretch of the imagination. But that's the way they, those things go. But again, uh, it's not one of the cases that is hyped as much as some of these ones that we know were false. But that's just the strange thing about it. But a lot of this, uh, like I go back to my thing about the professional activist and how problematic th- those guys are. Well, guess what we had in, in the White House for eight years? Uh, a professional activist. They called him a community organizer, but that's what that is. It's the only job, if you can call it that, that he ever really had. And then suddenly he's president of the United States. And uh, you can go back all the, all the polling. Yeah, he was senator for five minutes, and then he ran for president. So, yeah, great right. going. But, uh, well, you know, he, he managed to pull it off. So, uh, yeah, good for you, Obama. But He's uh, 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 <laughs> a big uh, listener to the Mr. Nail show, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Obama. Uh, please reach out, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird that he hasn't called in yet. I know. It is strange. Is, but, yeah, I keep waiting for it. Um but anyway, yeah. uh, you can go back to all the polling data about race relations before Obama, and they were pretty good, and now they're terrible. Uh, and it's they are terrible, you know. And when you look at uh, icons like Martin Luther King and what have you, yes, he was murdered, but his movement won. It it you know it, it got it. He achieved what he was set out to do, and now we're going to pretend like he didn't. I don't see how you can say that's respectful. Yeah. To his uh, memory, because uh, I would say it's not. But there you go. Well, you can always extrapolate what, the, what yeah. one of your heroes would want. You know what I mean? If yeah, he yeah, was yeah. here today, he'd be proud of us. You know, uh, burning yeah. down our little city uh, in the name <laughs> of a thug who needed to be shot. You yeah. know, it's just uh, who who beat up look, a little Pakistan. Like guy. I said. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's the constant struggle that matters. That's what they need. That they they need struggle. Right. And I'm again, I'm not even. I I, I sort of like struggle like, is the bread and butter. I don't know how many friends I've lost, but I'd like to. Uh, 
I miss things being kind of chill, you know, uh, right, a little right. more chill between between whites and blacks. And I, I, I really like I like those kind of friendships and I like knowing those people uh, right. who are African-American that. Have, what do you mean? Those and, people. Uh, exactly. That's why I had to finish that sentence so carefully. You know what I mean? <laughs> like those people. God damn. That's yeah. uh, that's people are very selective on that particular thing. Ever I that? know, I know. <laughs> well, everybody's trying to be the tattletale and waiting to catch you on something, you know, and and, and expand on it like it means uh, you're, you're you're you just you just recited Mein Kampf to them, and uh, and, and that's that the way it is. And I I blame I mean, Obama. I just do. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I blame the mindset that he came out of. You know, I mean, uh, he really had no chance. His his parents and grandparents were communists. So what do you expect? You know, poor bastard. Well, he worships all. He worships Solinsky. You know, I mean, right, what, right. What more do you need? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, man, uh, I suppose I should jump off here, and uh, yeah. I feel like we've done enough damage for one day. I know. Uh, we're but, probably uh, going to get banned from everything. Uh, <laughs> that, that day is coming, I guess, where you can't yeah. have these kind of conversations at all. So I guess we might as well enjoy it while it's while it's there. I mean, on, you know how we are on Compound. I mean, it's all like it's the freest of free speech. I mean, like there's no there aren't even checks and balances in that right. case. We just like uh, tell the truth uh, exactly as it is. And then we also, you know, get some laughs going out of it because what what's the option? You know, I mean, like, right. uh, look, we're we. we I never want for people who uh, who see things the way you and I do to lose our sense of humor, you know, because like that is what happened with the left. They the left is the most humorless, severe bunch of yeah. Uh, what would you call them? The, you know, uh, spoil sports and and yeah. and really losers, you know. And they just they just tend to be losers. I'm talking about the le- not even liberals, just the leftists, you know, who right who well, really that, that, harbor. The th- There's liberal people. I like fine, you know. Yeah, liberals are not the problem. It's the left because the left are not liberal. They call themselves liberal, but what are they liberal about? I can't even begin to imagine. Uh, but in the, <laughs> you know, they've stolen. They've stolen. The, they've stolen the whole thing, and they really right. have. And and they, they've stolen it in a bad way. And you know, people who who have these more moderate views. It's a shame that they don't speak up more, you know, in favor of just some kind of common sense approach to some of these things. Say, look, yeah, I mean, like, it's you guys are not right about everything, <laughs> but they they they'll never do that. You can't expect people who are moderate to, to like take a position. You know, the one that burns me up the most is people who still say things like, uh, maybe you've heard people say this before. Um, They'll go, well, you know, the way I see it, they're all the same on both sides. You know, they're a bunch of thieves <laughs> and crooks and they all have, those parties are about the same. They're really not. I'm not saying like, and, and what they're overlooking is the ideologies underneath. And, and that is really what you got to look at in evaluating left and the right. Forget about, you know, Nancy Pelosi or Paul Ryan or, uh, you know, John right. McCain or, you know. Schumer here in New York. None of that shit matters. It's it's look at the the ideology underneath what they're doing, and uh, you know, and, and particularly with Trump, you know that that's a guy whose ideology is all up to speed, and the, and the actions that he takes are up to speed, and everything he's doing, 
really is out of, uh, you know, believing that it's good for the country. And that's way more. That's that's just something that I don't think anybody on the left can even say. No, no, because, I mean, right off the bat, they hold true to the to the, what's his name? Howard Zinn's view of America is the root of all evil in the world. So how in the world are they going to ever do anything that's good for the country or think of it? And they have a sense that leftism is some sort of moral superiority as to justify whatever their actions are. For the most part of all of them is they're making money for themselves. I mean, uh, there was a, like the, the next, or maybe it's already out, Peter Schweitzer's book about it's the same old game as that what Obama did is that he damaged the coal industry. But at the same time, his top contributors made money by able to buy up these companies that were so badly damaged and sell them off at a profit and it worked out. That's not an accident. You know, it's so, oh, was he really trying to save the world from coal or whatever? No, he's making money for his friends, and he got a little kickback there, too, in the form of contributions. So that's how it runs. Sure. There was nothing that's special awesome. about him. He was another empty suit politician, but, you know, he's Jesus. And that's the, we, can't even, we don't, even, don't even have time to get started on Hillary and, and the shit that she did, you know, in oh, order God, to, yeah. uh, you know. To, to make money off of our country and and by by selling it out, you know, yeah. quite literally selling it out, uh, it's it's uh, it's just the worst, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, the the funny thing is that we have somebody in office now that they all despise, and <laughs> That's I feel the like part. the louder. <laughs> I said last night on stage, I did this comedy nation thing, and everybody on this Upper West Side at this Upper West Side club was so liberal and so like cheerleady of everybody who said anything anti-Trump. And I just said, "Are you oh, okay?" And I just said, "Look, uh, you know, I haven't because we were talking about porn, and I said I haven't had a, a, a true orgasm since uh, the night that Trump." One, the presidency, you know, when he was elected. And I said, oh, yeah, grown. I go, you know, but you, uh, I only like him so much because you all fucking hate him so much, you know. And uh, it's not not quite true. There's a lot of reasons to like Trump, but that's a right. good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Watching them squirm. You know. And, boy, you can see. Uh, we need you can see the political class as a reaction to them and how far they're going to go because they're really stretching the, the links of law here in order to prove a case against him to where now we're trying to prove that he paid off his whore as if that's some sort of violation of the law when all he has to do is, like I said, his best defense is to say, well, I was embarrassed about it and I didn't want anybody to know. Uh, that's not a crime. And speaking of liberals versus leftists, you can look at Alan Dershowitz and listen to his arguments on this. He's about as liberal as you can get, and yet he's pointed out that this whole case against Trump is bogus. And, uh, you know, whether Trump wins or not, uh, the damage is done to law. Uh, this has precedent, yeah. and this is the kind of thing that will bite you on the ass if you keep doing this, but they don't care they're worried about the threat that he is to the apple cart that is the protection racket of the political class. And it's uh, well, you're seeing it if you pay attention. I mean, and if you're just throwing your uh, blind eye to it because you want to get goodies from these bastards, well, then you're more part of the problem than they are. Dershowitz is great, isn't he? I really, he's, in, he's entertaining and he knows right. exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And even more entertaining than him is watching 
the reaction of Anderson Cooper as he speaks. He's just horrified <laughs> to hear these. He, yes. And that other little Jeremy uh, or something like that, his other little fruit that he has on there is just a, a disgrace. You know, <laughs> well, now, Jeffrey, now, Alan, why are you, why are you? Oh, yeah, Jeffrey what? Jeffrey Tubin. What's his name? Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin, yeah. Why are you carrying water for Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> carrying water for him. I love that. And that's you know, a classic like example. Yeah, that's a classic example of projection because Jeffrey Tubin is carrying water for the Democratic Party. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, any of them do on that side, you know. And and, right. and it's just it's a party line. We're going to say it. And the thing is, man, those are private companies, I guess, ostensibly, but they have a definite agenda always. I mean, like it's just. It's uh, it's it's amazing that anybody is not. Man, you really are. You know, <laughs> when you said that, that this, this thing about the left, you know, it, it is a religion to them. You know what yeah, I mean? It yeah. replaced traditional religion right. and this whole uh, this whole communist notion of you know, uh, or socialist democrat or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like, it, it all boils down to the same thing. This country is still pretty strong. Uh, and, and there's still a lot of people who, you know, are, are looking at things the right way and they don't like it at all. And I, yeah. I, I hope that people become a, a little bit more vocal. And I think, you know, the, the thing that would have ensured that is Trump's success, you know. And so that's why it's so important to fuck up his pred, uh, his presidency at all costs. Right. Because he's, he's a threat to them, you know. Uh, and it, it, yeah. if he's able to make substantial gains here, uh, the worst for them is who follows him, who might be able to spread it even further. Because uh, ultimately, what needs to happen is several departments need to be closed down. Uh, they talk about the deficits created yeah. by the budget and what have you. Well, that's because you're spending too much. And there's a lot of these departments we don't need, and they don't work, and they should we go. We need to close down, close down this, close down this money department. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I we think need to we take saw... over Canada too. We need to just walk into Canada and go and annex it. Yes. <laughs> that'll, that'll be for another show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to I be... got definite idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll make it a regular feature from time to time. We'll visit with Pat Dixon. And because if you listen to me and Pat talk this out, you will get insight into the solutions for the universe. Uh, guaranteed. That's right. So check That's out right. Pat the Dixon. It is the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Pat Dixon. I don't know if you have a Gab AI page or a, a Minds when I do in case the inevitable day when I'm booted out and, of Twitter. Yeah. And I don't look at, uh, I don't look at my Twitter mentions anymore. So if, if you, if anybody, if you <laughs> okay. mention me or I, I don't look at them, I, I do not look at them. I just don't, I, I, you know, it's I not worth it. I can't, I, don't, I just can't. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll tweet a few things now and then. Uh, but the best thing, people, if they go to Crime Report NYC, that's kind of like a, a good central place to go. Right. And then like you'll you can sort of find the rest out of that. Like uh, you know, it's a Trump podcast available for free, and that's a webcast. You can watch it for nothing. It's free entertainment, and it's uh, if if you enjoy you know this kind of conversation, then I have a feeling you will enjoy Trump. dot com slash highlights that's right yes at the glories and of course it won't hurt you to subscribe at compound media to uh, check out uh, pat's uh crime report show 
uh, Monday nights, and all the other great uh, programs there. More coming from uh, the great folks at compoundmedia.com. But again, of course, uh, Pat's uh, website is where you can find all things Pat Dixon, so you want to check that out because uh, Pat is bringing you Christmas every week. <laughs> Plenty of gifts. I'm bringing cartoons. I'm bringing your cartoons. Which, That's uh, right. Uh, yes, the cartoons. Oh, great, man. <laughs> yeah, I put... My patrons have been enjoying those too on Patreon.com. They have a selection of those that they can like uh, pull up, and since they enjoy the podcast enough to to contribute, I know that like they really get a kick out of watching it, you know, and, and yeah. seeing, uh, you know, like sort of a, a creative uh, artistic take on some of the clips that that they've heard, and and uh, I appreciate that, man. They they always look so cool. The latest one was uh, a scene in which uh, a convicted cop killer David Sweat was being pleasured by his fiance uh, in a conjugal visit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, as bad really, as it sounds. You really made uh, James LaFond was cracking up. You know, when she started blowing him right there, he, he was <laughs> cracking up. And, and David Sweat's really look of pleasure. Man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those so are great. Yeah, that's uh, a compound on Monday. Yeah. Yes, yes. they. Yeah, you'll see them on there. And uh, check out that website, I mean, uh, podcast, New York City Crime Report, because uh, it's a great show. And uh, the uh, the partnership between you and Seth Barron just works uh, smoothly. It's a really great team, and I highly recommend it. It's a sad day in the age when uh, Pat Dixon isn't a host of a, a late-night uh, TV show, because uh, you, you really could have been the Johnny Carson of our day. I, th I that's the nicest thing uh, that you could have said, man. I appreciate that. I I really did. That's what I that's what I'd love to do. But I do yeah. it on Mondays. I sit at that that's desk right. and host that show, and uh, you know, for the audience that tunes in, they they sort of uh, you know get that. And uh, I uh, it, it's a it's it's a fun thing to do. It's just you know the thing is you got to tell people when to shut up and stuff like that, you know. And and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the cars. I people compare me to Letterman a lot too, and you know right, even Letterman right. got kind of ripped off. At, that's again for another time. I appreciate you saying that, Doug. That's real nice. Yeah. Well, I mean every word of it, Pat. Uh, so, thanks again for being on the uh, Nelson Show. Again, we'll do it again, and uh, I'll see you again late, uh, soon, Pat. Bye. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Pat. Later, man. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> You're listening to Pat Dixon on the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Motherfucker.